From Circle of Blue, a report on the difficulty of forecasting urban water crises. Which city will be the next to face an extreme water supply shortfall? Where is the next Cape Town, Chennai, or Harare? Water risk researchers say this question is harder to answer than it seems. The current tools are good at identifying the geographic contours of risk, spotting where rainfall is low, groundwater is declining, and withdrawals from rivers exceeding nature's contribution. But the tools fall short in providing a more nuanced accounting of urban water risk, and the stakes for accurate assessments could not be higher. Betsy Otto is director of the World Resources Institute's Global Water Program, and she says it's an existential question for cities. Otto thinks about water risk as being chronic or acute. She likens the distinction to an ill person. Acute risks, like a heart attack that sends someone to the hospital, cause an event that requires immediate attention. For a city's water supply, low reservoirs can be a triggering event. Chronic risks are ongoing or underlying conditions that can ultimately give rise to a crisis situation. Basic hydrology is one such factor. Cities in dry areas have a fundamental water supply risk. In other areas, incremental changes in water availability may be a slow-developing vulnerability. Depending on how a city responds to its environment, a chronic risk may not turn into an acute crisis, Otto said, but the risk is present. The World Resources Institute has developed a risk tool called Aqueduct, which is designed to identify areas that are exposed to chronic water stress. It is helpful as an initial screening tool for chronic risk, Otto said. The latest update, released last week, showed that a quarter of the world's population, mainly in India, the Middle East, and North Africa, lives in areas of extremely high water stress. Worthy as these assessment tools are, say some researchers, they have a number of deficiencies that limit their usefulness. They are not designed to foresee the acute threats, predicting a particular drought in a specific basin, for example. Short-term weather forecasting is not good at predicting conditions months down the road. Current risk tools also do not take into account a city's infrastructure. Some cities tap into water from outside their home region. Others have water recycling facilities or desalination plants that add a layer of resilience to drought. Data on water demand is also lacking, according to Upmanu Lal of Columbia University. Risk forecasts are also inadequate in ways that go beyond scientific observation and data collection. They do not consider the laws and policies that govern who has access to water and who has priority in times of shortage. Individual cities might do some of these risk analyses on their own, but they are not common, and there is no tool that incorporates all of this information for global monitoring in real time. Aaron Salzberg, the former top water policy official in the U.S. State Department, stresses that even if the perfect tool did exist, 
the work for diligent urban water management will never cease. For water, as for all things social and political, constant vigilance is required. As he put it, the important thing is that everybody, from national governments down to local municipalities, even to regional settings, you need to be working together in a process that's never-ending. This is not a problem that we will ever solve.